to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I have a special treat for you today, a bonus episode and the grand finale of our homeschool series. It's a conversation with my friend, Angie Woldridge. I am just thrilled to have her on the show and for you to be able to meet her, to hear her heart and to hear what she's doing. Angie has created a one-room schoolhouse in her home with homeschooling her own children and bringing in another family to do it with her. I had the best time interviewing her and talking about this. I had so many questions and it was just such a great conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it so that you can have kind of another idea of another way you could homeschool. If you're feeling like, I would like to, but I'm kind of don't know what to do. I, I don't want to be alone in this. This is the conversation for you. I personally, I was so excited and inspired by everything that she said. I'm like, I'm ready to go find another person to do this with me too, because even though I've been doing it for a long time, there's just something so amazing about the relationships and the community that you build when you're with another person. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with my friend, Angie Woldridge. Angie, my friend, welcome to Rejoicing in Motherhood. I'm thrilled that you're here. Thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. Oh, it's such a blessing to be here. It's a high honor. I love you so much, Kirsten. I love your podcast. I have been so blessed by, by everything that you share. And I'm just so grateful for, for you and for you stepping up and putting this podcast out there because we need, we need a heaven on earth perspective in motherhood. And I'm so grateful that you bring that perspective. Oh, thank you. Well, we so do. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to have you on the show today, because I see this in your life. And for everybody listening, Angie and I are real life friends. And she just manifests the beauty and the glory of Jesus in her everyday life with her daughters. It is so beautiful (laughs) to watch and see. So Angie, um, tell everybody a little bit just about you and just whatever you would like them to know about you. Sure. Well, I, um, I've been married to my husband for 13 years and we have four beautiful daughters. Um, I always wanted a girl and I got four. So I just think that's so awesome. (laughs) And our, our girls are, um, their ages are 11, um, nine, seven, and five. So we have a little stepping stone of about every two years. <laughs> and um, so, so yeah, we have four daughters. And I think another thing I would love to share is that I was the first um, Christian in my whole family. Mm. And I, I came to know Jesus when I was 16. And he literally rescued me out of such dysfunction and, um, I, I, my mom, my mom who had me, she was 16 years old and she had grew up in super traumatic, um, childhood experience herself. Her, um, she was the youngest of five kids. Her dad had committed suicide when she was two Oh wow! and she, her first try of heroin was at age 11 and, um, she had, had an abortion before she was pregnant with me. 
and, um, and, and then she got pregnant with me when she was 16 and my parents were never married, but they chose life. And I'm so grateful that, that she being this young, scared 16 year old girl who is her life is so, you know, broken, but she chose life. And I'm so grateful. Um, and, uh, and so anyways, that's the kind of what I was born into. And there was a lot of dysfunction in those early years, a lot of neglect, a lot of trauma. Um, I took a few years back this test. I had never heard of it, but I recently came across it and it's called the ACE test. And Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's just a, it says, you know, if you struggle with any PTSD from your childhood and a few years ago, I was just kind of struggling in my mom journey. And I was just curious. And so I took this test, there's 30 questions. And then at the end, um, it said, if you have answered yes to five or more of these questions, you're probably struggling with some PTSD from your childhood. And I had answered 28 out of the 30. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all these light bulbs are kind of going (laughs) off like, okay, like, yes, we still have some work to do. Um, But so what, but the other thing, I'm just so grateful that Jesus rescued me when I was 16, turned my whole world around and literally set my feet upon a rock. And he just... I feel like I'm living a fairy tale, Kirsten. I feel like I'm living this dream. I married the most amazing man. We have these four beautiful girls. Jesus has just healed my heart so much, layer by layer. And honestly, he's healed my heart the most in the journey of motherhood. I'm so grateful for the gift of motherhood because I think it's such an opportunity for Father God to just come in and love us in those places where we're hurting, where we're feeling pain. And, um, and that's what it's been for me. So over this past decade, I have grown so much. Jesus has healed my heart so much. And I, I now, I truly feel that joy in motherhood that I wanted to, to, you know, to experience. And I, wow. early on in motherhood, it was really rough because of not because of my kids, but because of the trauma that was triggered from my own childhood. And so, um, after having a couple of, of little girls, I, I remember one day I was having a really rough time. My oldest was two and Anna was, was a little baby and Grant came home and I was like, Grant, I'm not okay. I don't know what's wrong with me. It doesn't, I, I'm struggling big time and I need to go to counseling <laughs> and I need help. <laughs> and so I did, cause I, I just decided that I was not going to allow the trauma to win. I, I'm not going to allow the things that had happened in my childhood roll over into my kids' childhood. And I was determined to get my healing. I was determined that Jesus could heal me. And so I was like, I don't care how what I have to do, I'm going to fight for my healing because this is absolutely not going to pass on to my kids. And I want to be a healthy and whole mom for these beautiful girls. And so, and I believe that Jesus can fully redeem, fully restore, fully heal. And that is what I've been fighting for. And he has so much. And now I'm like, now I, I just love being a mom so much. And it's just 
Amazing. And I, as we're about to get into, I'm about to enter in my fifth year of homeschooling. And I remember when I was first a mom, I was like, there is no way I will ever homeschool my kids because I just was like, well, I can't do it. I felt like I wasn't equipped. But second of all, I was like, I don't think I'll be able to be around my kids all day, every day. I think I would go crazy, which, you know, is just such a way of the world's thinking. But when Jesus, when you allow him to come in and bring healing, then it just changes everything. And then it, it just becomes a delight. And now I want to be with my kids. I can't, I can't imagine sending them away for eight hours a day. I'm like, I just love and treasure this time. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh, that is just <laughs> such a beautiful testimony. I mean, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> yes, he is oh, so incredible. good. Oh, yeah. oh, so <laughs> oh, I'm just like reveling in just the beauty and the joy that he's given you and just, oh, wow, Lord, you're so good. <laughs> yeah, you're so good. Oh, I love it. Well, it just radiates from you too and your whole life. So it's just beautiful to see God all over you and everything that you do. I love it so much. So, okay. So you said you're about to start your fifth year of homeschooling. Yes. So, and you said you were not planning on it. Like that was oh, not no. your original plan. What drew you into homeschooling at, at the beginning? Yeah. I was just spending time with the Lord one morning and I just felt like he said, I want you to step out in faith and homeschool your kids. And I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> And so I was just really was just being obedient and, um, and, uh, and it was neat too, because I had gotten some email about, uh, after that prayer time, I opened up my email and there was a, that coming weekend, there was some training for, um, these teachers and that it was actually handwriting without tears. Now the oh, learning, yeah. yeah. Learning without tears, um, curriculum. And I was like, well, my girls are in preschool right now. And so um, I think that would be a good place to start. So they had a training and I went to that. And so I learned how to teach them how to write and did they do phonics and different things. And, and so that was just kind of like, gave me a little step in the right direction, but. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that is so, that's so cool. How God just directs you. He's yeah. just like, do this and here's some tools right away. Yes. Exactly. Oh, isn't he good? So good. He's so good. Uh, and then la it was last year, the first year you started doing kind of a schoolhouse. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I want to hear about this because we've been doing a little series on homeschooling on the podcast because I know there's just so many people that are interested in learning about it. And when I saw you doing this last year, I was so fascinated and intrigued because it's something, even though like I've been homeschooling, this is going to be our, uh, it's going to be our eighth year. Wow. Amazingly. <laughs> I'm having a, so I have a seventh amazing. grader. That's going to be wild. Wow. Um, yeah. So this is our eighth year, but this is something that I had not, it just wasn't on my radar the way that you did this. And so I just was like, oh, in this, in this series, I really want to have a chat with you because I have a lot of questions for you. And I just feel like it's like just the, creating this schoolhouse setting, which I'll have you explain, just seems like such a freeing way to, to enable more people to be, to feel really confident and, yeah. and have, you know, help and creativity 
in their in their homeschooling. So so tell us a little bit about what you kind of created and how you even thought about doing it this way. Yeah. Well, I, I want to just say we've done a little bit of everything for schooling. Um, so we are, our girls have been in a Christian preschool and then we did a Christian private school for a year. And then we've also done a non-Christian private school. And then, um, and then we did homeschool on our own. And then we also did the public school K through 12 program at okay. home for a year. Yeah. And so I feel like I've kind of tried everything. And then last year, um, I, uh, we had, we were coming out of doing the non-Christian private school and then COVID hit and we were back home. And I thought, you know what? I just, there was in that non-Christian private school, there were some things, lots of things being introduced into our girls's, um, you know, just things that I was just really sad about, you know? And so I was actually kind of relieved that we got sent back home. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do homeschooling again, but I want support this time and not just be like all on my own. And so I, there's a school that I absolutely, uh, really love from a distance. They don't have one in our area. It's called, um, Ambleside School International. And it's based off of Charlotte, the Charlotte Mason edu education. Mm. And I was looking on their site and they had a homeschool mentoring program. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go back into homeschooling again, but I want to mentor and I don't want to do it alone. And so that's where the idea kind of came. Um, because even though I know I can be disciplined, you know, honestly, when I was doing homeschooling by myself, I just, Kirsten, I would get so distracted. I would, you know, start doing laundry or I would, Hey, let's, let's go to the grocery store or, you know, a friend wanted to have a play date even. And I'm like, Oh, sure. Come on over. And we'd like rearrange our school, which is great. Like there's so much flexibility in it. But for me, I just found, I just think we were just getting too distracted and it was hard for me to kind of keep the rhythm. And so I thought, I just need a little support in this area and I want to do it with a friend. So I invited a friend. I said, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a mentor. I'm going to be under the mentorship of this school that I love. And, um, I mean, would you come alongside? Would you, would you do it with us? And what that looked like is, um, that they would come every day into our home and we would do school from eight 30 in the morning until one o'clock in the afternoon. And we had a little schedule set up and we just did it together. And it was amazing because I didn't get distracted. I wasn't going to go do laundry or go run errands during that 830 to one o'clock time. And it just brought in that accountability, which was a support that I needed. And I just brought my best self and my friend brought her best self. And, um, and so there, it just it really just was such a beautiful, good thing. Um, and we were able to, we did the whole school year and we were able to encourage each other and stay, you know, stick with our plan that we wanted to do. And, um, yeah, it was really amazing. <laughs> I just loved wow. it so much. Okay. So you had, so you did school together every day. 
So it was every like your day. family and one other family. Yes. And you were together every day. Monday through Friday. Time. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I she could, lived- yeah, I wasn't sure if you had done it like once or twice a week or if it was an everyday thing. So it was every yeah. day you brought this other family. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, and did you and your friend kind of split up subjects of what you're going to? Yes. Okay. And how did, how did you figure that out? How did you decide that? Because we, we just kind of talked about our strengths and, um, my friend who I got to, um, school with last year, she, she was so strong in areas that I was weak in. So she, she came with an art background. Um, she's very artistic, very great with, um, a lot of handwork and her mom was like a professional seamstress. And, and so, and she also loved to garden and she was very creative and those tend not to be my strengths. And so like she, she did our, um, our artist study, our composer study, and she, would, um, kind of plan some fun things for us to do field trips or, and she would do our art. And so we did some hand sewing and different things like, and she would just brought those skills in and I just let her go for those things. And then I loved like the history and dip, you know, just some different subjects. So we just kind of split the load and yeah. Yeah. Now you have, um, a bit of an age range in different, like different grade levels in your family. And I would assume she had kind of, did you, did you have kind of matching grades there? How did you go about, um, schooling? Like, I think, you know, there are lots of subjects like, like history, like the handwork, the gardening, the science kind of stuff where you can do with everybody of all ages, excuse me, which I've talked about already on the podcast a little right. bit, how, you know, schooling multiple ages. So you can do yes. that. And then the, the things that were more like grade level, work, right. Like math and phonics. Yeah. yeah. So what we did was, um, uh, for phonics, we would split. So she would take the younger girls okay. and work with them in the other room. And, and they were learning their ABC, the sounds and phonics. And like, they're like, just getting them primed to learn how to read. And then I would take the older group, which was the, I had a second grader, a third grader and a fifth grader. Okay. And I would take those girls and we would work on just other grammar and sentence structure and all that kind of stuff for the older girls. Wow. So yeah. And then for math last year, we were a really small group. So I had my four girls and she just had one daughter. So it was just five of us she worked with her daughter on math. Um, and then I worked with my four girls on their math. Although going into this new year, we are going to combine the math. Um, and we're going to, um, we're just going to tailor it to some, some stuff is going to work for the younger girls to answer. And then, and then we'll have some of the older, um, yeah. My friend Lisa is actually going to be doing the math and she's like so excited about it. She has this whole plan for this year, but we're going to do a one room schoolhouse around the table with these different ages. Um, and we're just, yeah. And then we will have a time where we break apart to do some with some of their, um, Saxon workbooks that they'll be working through on okay. their own individual, but the lesson time will, will be, it will cross both the younger grades and the older grades. 
Wow, that I just yeah. love this. So like, maybe I I'll this. I think be able to post how we do that. <laughs> you know, oh. back in the day, Kirsten, the one room schoolhouse really was a thing, and they they did it masterfully. And they um, did they did? I know we're, we're going to be able to do this. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. So for curriculum, what are you are you making up your own? Are you connecting with your friend and kind of like collecting together something that you want to do? Yeah. Or are you using a curriculum that's like that you're purchasing or how are you deciding? How are you doing that? Yeah. So um, we're going to be mentored by the Ambleside School again. Oh, so right. we'll have, yeah. yeah. So um, that really helps take a lot of the thinking out as far as curriculum because they have established curriculum with their schools. Um, for math, we are going to do the Saxon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, a lot of the text is uh, for our subjects are going to come from really awesome literature books. Um, Love that. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do for science. We've got a fun one on dinosaurs. We're going to study that. And then we're going to study the second half of the year on mammals. And yeah, but oh, that's <laughs> but basically yes. the Ambleside school is helping us put together our curriculum. That is so yeah. helpful. I, yeah. I am with you on that. Like as much as I would love to just DIY a curriculum, like it would be yeah. too, my personality to be like, I'm just going to do, you know, this and that and the other thing, but I know I need something. <laughs> Yes. And to me, like, no, here, this is really going to be the right thing for this year. And so, yeah, yeah sunlight, which is, yes. does a similar thing. And we use lots of literature too, which I love, yes. love, love so much. Um, yeah. Okay. So I was wondering about that. And then just, just a practical question for like, between you and your friend, mm-hmm. um, how did you set up the parameters and expectations with the other mom that you were with or that you're going to be with this year, how did you, how did you purposefully set up parameters and expectations between the two of you so that you just kind of have a a smooth year relationship? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I was so blessed Kirsten with the gal, my sweet friend, Stephanie, who I got to do it with last year. Um, she, I, I mean, God just really blessed me with her because when she does something, she does it 110%. And so she, every day she was on time, she was prepared. She, uh, she just blew it out of the park. Honestly, she was like having me rise up to a level of excellence that I (laughs) was just so awesome. Um, and so that was just the kindness of God for our first year to really do that. Um, uh, this year I have a new friend, um, her name's Lisa and she has four daughters. And so we are coming together and we're doing this this year. And one thing I I think is really important is that going into the school year that you are on the same page for what you are wanting the year to look like. Um, So for me, it was really, really important that we are under the umbrella of this Ambleside school. I absolutely love the Charlotte Mason um, education. And I, I feel like I just struck gold with it. It's education. I wish that I could have had as a child. And, and, um, and so that was really important to me. And it was really important to me that, cause I could see if like, it is very different from the public school, the way it's being, uh, the, you know, it's not, we're not teaching to the course core standards, um, yes. that the public schools do. 
And so it was really important to me that we're both on the same page, that we are not aiming for that, that we are aiming under the direction of, of the Ambleside School. Um, and, uh, and that is really important. Otherwise, you're going to be pulled in two different directions, and that could get a little bit wonky. Um, so my friend Lisa, her and I actually just got back from Texas for a week. We went to the Ambleside School training that they had for eight days where um, they they train their teachers. And we went as homeschool moms and we got trained right along with their teachers. And I think we were the only homeschool parents there, but we were so excited to learn and um, it changed our lives. It was so amazing. Oh, wow. And we want to go back and yeah, but so we're oh. definitely, my friend Lisa and I are definitely on the same page. She is all in. She's just as excited as I am. And, um, and we may open it up to other families this year. We, it may be more than just us eight. We'll just kind of, we're praying about what, what God wants to do. Um, but I think that is one thing that's important. It's like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Are you all in? Are you okay with that? And it's okay if you're not, but this is where we're going. Kind of like, this is the direction this bus is going. And so if you're, if you're coming on board, you got to be okay with that in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so wise to set, set that all up from the right, from the beginning. So you don't have these like weird relational things happening during the year. How did you know who to ask? How did you know who to invite to be with you in this? I just was the Lord. I, I just, my, my sweet friend, Stephanie, last year, we were having a play date and I'm like, Hey, I know things are crazy with COVID because at that time, uh, I think a lot of people weren't really wanting to send their kids back to school. If you could actually, they couldn't send their kids back to school, to the public schools in the beginning. Right. right. And, so, and so I was like, would you be willing to step out in faith? And we just kind of do homeschool together. And so, and I shared with her about the school and she was pretty excited about it. And so, yeah. And then my friend Lisa this year, um, she and I just, we met at church and we just clicked and our families get along great. And our kids are similar ages and they love each other. And I'm like, Hey, life's more fun with, with friends in it. Can we do this? And she wanted to do it. She, she asked, can I do school with you next year? And so oh, I'm so excited great. about that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, you did such a good job of like posting so many wonderful things. I bet you have a whole list of people that would be like, Angie, <laughs> I want to be in your school. <laughs> So, oh yeah, it's, it's so awesome. My dream that I believe is God's dream that he's shown me is that these little schoolhouses will begin to spread and we'll be able to empower and equip other moms to do the same thing in their area. And I a hundred percent back up and agree what you've been talking about, that God has equipped us, that we can do this. We can educate our kids and we have what it takes. And, um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. He's given them to us. Yeah. He's equipped us for what he's called us to do. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, so, so just in thinking back over this last year and going into this new year, um, what has been like your, what, what's your biggest takeaway, I guess maybe is a good way to say it. Like, mm-hmm. What's the thing that, that you've, that you've learned the most or that you've loved the most? Like what's, what's kind of been the takeaway from this experience? And that's probably from last year. That's making you go into this year excited. Well, I just really believe Kirsten that God wants to be in our homes. He 
wants to be in our homes. He wants to be with us when we parent our children. He wants to be with us in our marriages. He wants heaven to invade our homes and he wants to bring healing. And I know that being in our homes sometimes with our kids or sometimes, especially if there's trauma in our background, it can be really uncomfortable and painful, but I believe that that's just an opportunity for God to come in and bring healing. And I know that there are so many moms and dads who are crying out to God for healing. And I believe God wants to answer that. And um, so God wants to be in our homes. He wants to bring healing and wholeness to our families. And, um, and I believe that we are meant to be in community. I think I, I come, I just really come alive when I'm with, with my friends and I just know I'm not alone. And I think that's really the fastest way to healing anyway, is when we bring other people in, in those places where we are feeling broken and maybe feeling vulnerable or weak, maybe even shame. And then we have, we invite people in to come love us in those weak points. I think that's where we really do receive healing. Um, And so last year, as we were beginning this journey, um, we just happened to be studying a little bit of our time on Christopher Columbus. And it's like, was so strange, Kirsten, that God really was speaking to me from different sources, even outside of our little schoolhouse of about Columbus. Like we heard it on the radio when it wasn't around Columbus day, they were talking about Columbus. And then we went to a prayer group and somebody was like praying out about how God is doing new things. Like, like what he did with Columbus. And I, I was like, yeah, it was so crazy. And I, I was like, I really believe God is talking to me about these schoolhouses in this, in the way that, um, Christopher Columbus charted, he went out in faith and just went on this expedition. He was creating this new pathway and, um, and God began to speak to me in the same way. And he's like, I I am reforming education. I saw it. I was in prayer and saw these little schoolhouses all over the United States. I really believe that this is so part of what, how he is reforming education. And, um, and God also told me, he said, I know that he's been emphasizing house churches or, um, you know, church communities within people's homes. Yeah. And, and he said in the same way, I'm emphasizing house churches. So I'm, I'm also emphasizing schoolhouses. Oh, wow. And, I love that. and then another um, thing that God spoke to me is I, I woke up one morning and the word brigade, brigade, brigade was like ringing in my heart and in my mind. And I'm like, brigade, that's like a military word, but I, I haven't been reading about anything with that word or watched any war movies or anything. So I, was, I knew it was the Lord. So I looked it up and it was, it's a smaller unit detached from the big army and they are set apart for a specific purpose. And I thought, are these little schoolhouses, we are like a little brigade and God is raising up these brigades all over these army. And we are training our children up to stand against, to stand for him and to be bold in their generation. And, um, I just really believe that he is wanting us to train up a generation for, for, you know, for for what they're going to have to face in yeah. the years to come and that this is the training ground for them that we would train them up. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. We're definitely moving forward with it because there's 
as people are starting to hear about these schoolhouses, they're, they're curious. They want to know more. And it's just, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, um, it breeds so much life. Yeah. And, uh, and this year, you know, I'm doing it with my friend, Lisa. And if we, there's another couple gals that were, we'll maybe bring them in too. And I'm like, if we had three teachers, three or four, you split the load. And yeah. that's like three subjects that maybe each of us would do. And they would get a broad curriculum. I mean, in our little under the Ambleside Charlotte Mason, um, we have like 13 subjects. Wow. <laughs> and so, I mean, we yeah. do so much. It's such a, a beautiful feast of learning. Um, but doing that all on your own could be a bit overwhelming. And so breaking it up and, and, and divvying it out to people's strengths is, um, just a wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is so neat. Yeah. So, um, like you said, like, this is just gonna, this is just gonna bloom and keep going. So if, if yeah. some of these, if some of the people listening are interested in doing their own schoolhouse, regardless yeah. of what kind of curriculum they want to use. Yeah. What would you recommend? How would you recommend people just like getting started or even starting to like set this up in, in their home? Yeah. Um, I would say find a friend who you love and adore, who you could see yourself being with every day for the next <laughs> nine months. Um, and, and, you know, come together and pray about and create a schedule and pick curriculum that you both love and, um, yeah, and go for it. And also I'm available for any questions and I'd love, this is so, still so new to me, but I, I am like so passionate about helping people do this. And oh, so, so good. I'm just like available. If I can just give encouragement or, anything or like share our schedule or help people with a template that they could come up with their schedule, anything like that. I'm just oh, so man. available. <laughs> <laughs> and you are so good at creating wonderful like routines and schedules and stuff. And I want to have you on again and talk more about what you do with your little oh, business individually so as well. Um, but, oh, thank you so much for that. This is oh, just thank so you. exciting. I'm just sitting here like, oh, who, who can I ask that lives near me? <laughs> yeah. So awesome. You know, we are, the people who we are going to be doing school with this year, um, we're, we are going to be starting a house church uh, in September as well. So we're going to be going through, um, you know, groups that strengthen our marriages, groups that strengthen, you know, parenting, maybe, um, like how we love is a group that I love so much that has brought a lot of healing to our marriage and our, in my life or love and respect or just these mm -hmm. different tried and true, wonderful groups that really do bring healing and wholeness to our family unit. Yeah. And, so wise. and so it's, it's, we are doing school together, but we also are going to be doing a group together where we are just there for each other. We're going to pray for each other. And so we really are doing life together, um, even as families. So yeah, I, I'm excited about that. <laughs> oh, how beautiful. Just creating that real community. I love that. Yes, I just, I really exactly. feel like that's God's heart, you know, like we need to be yes. in community. We need those yes. friends that are just going to be friends and we're going to help each other and encourage one another. 
and just be there through thick and thin. That's just so valuable. Oh man. I just, I love that so much. So yeah. Um, so is there anything else that we didn't get to that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, we could talk for like four hours later. Totally. (laughs) But I think, I think I, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. So I have a few just kind of like fun questions that I would love to throw at you and you can just answer them however you like. They can be like serious and spiritual or funny or (laughs) whatever, anything. Okay. So the first one is what is a product or a resource that you use and love that you would want other moms to know about? This could be like, it could be makeup or a book or a kitchen gadget or anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I created a customized planner and I use it all the time and it, it has changed my life. And so it's, uh, it's customized because you can put in your routines in there. Um, and then when you get your planner, it has typed in there, your daily routines, um, and weekly routines, you get to customize your house cleaning list. You get to customize your budget. You get, um, so it's very, very custom. So you go on the website, you enter in all your custom stuff and then you submit it. And then I print it and ship it to you. And it has all of your, your stuff in it. So it's like, you don't have to rewrite the the routine stuff every day. So that's a tool that, um, that I use every day in that, uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. And what, what is the name of it? Tell us the name of it. Yeah. It's just Cala plan. It's a planner. Yeah. Cala kind of, it's, um, it's my daughter's names. It's Kirsten, Abby, Lily, and Anna. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it so much. Just so great. Yes. Yes. I feel like I want to have you on again and just like have a real, like, <laughs> let's talk strategy. Let's talk purposeful living because you are probably one of the best people that I know oh. at that. You just, and you make it so like peace filled and so just normal in life. Like I don't, there's no like sense of like panic or like, Oh no, no. you know, you have to be so rigid. Like you just have such Not a flexible, lovely way of living your life. And I love watching it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kirsten. <laughs> okay. So another question is how do you personally get rejuvenated in the midst of mothering? Oh, I have to have time with Jesus. Absolutely. Um, in the mornings, um, I'll just wake up earlier before my kids. I usually get up between like five thirty or six at the latest. I help my husband get out the door, make him a smoothie, give him his vitamins, kiss him. We pray together and then he leaves for work. And then, um, I'll have my coffee and quiet time. Um, and then my kids usually wake up like an hour or so later, but, um, that is definitely the daily. Um, and then sometimes I'll go out for just like a little run and put my headphones on and just have soaking music on or listening to you, a really good (laughs) podcast. Those just kind of fill me up for sure. Um, Yeah, I I definitely can be an introvert. So I need some time to myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So whether it's in my room, like quiet time or... Um, or just getting outside and with like a good podcast or audiobook. Um, 
or, um, yeah. And rarely do I get to go out with a friend and have coffee, but that would be really fun too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It's so, it's so important. I think to know ourselves and to know, like, I just need a little time without everybody else around. I need to be able to have this little time, you know, for yourself where you can be with Jesus or be outside. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the final question I have is, um, what is bringing you joy in motherhood right now? Well, I just started a book that's really bringing me joy and it's literally called joy starts here. And it is so good, Kirsten. It is, um, it is rocking my world and it's all about finding your joyful identity and how God created us to live a joyful life and that that's his plan for our life. And so that's really feeding my soul right now. Wow. That sounds great. (laughs) That sounds so good. We will, um, I will get that from you and then we'll link it in the show notes. So anybody who needs a little joy boost can go and read it. Awesome. Well, Angie, tell everyone where they can connect with you, where the best places to, to connect with you. Yeah. Um, I am on Instagram sometimes <laughs> I try to get on there more and more, but it's Calaplan, K-A-L-A-P-L-A-N. Um, and if that's or people can email me info at calaplan.com. And those are probably the two main if you reach great. out, I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> great. Great. Yeah. Good. Well, I want to be Thank sure you. that we're able to connect people with you. If, if that, if that's what they want to do. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Thank you so much for this conversation. It's just been such an absolute joy. Thank you so much, Kirsten. Love you so much. <laughs> you too. Oh, you guys, how great was that? Oh man, I hope you are as excited and encouraged as I am. I hope this was inspiring for you today and that you took a lot away from this conversation. I definitely did. I am just excited to see where it's going to go. So if you need to get a hold of me in any way, you know you can reach me on Instagram at Rejoicing in Motherhood or at my website, kirstenbossler.com forward slash ask me, and you can connect with me, ask me any questions, and I will be back here with you on Monday for our regularly scheduled podcast time. Bless you this weekend. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye, friends.